Aloha, mamá. ¿Dónde andas? <ríe> Seguro de compras. Tengo mucho que contarte. Hawái es increíble. He estado de un lado a otro comunidad. Todos son súper talentosos. Ya reparamos otro helicóptero Blackhawk y oficialmente formamos nuestro equipo de fútbol. Para la próxima, te cuento cómo voy con el surf y me cuentas qué te pareció el podcast que te compartí. ¿Ok? Te quiero mucho. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Si no sabes que el Spicy McCrispy tiene spicy pepper sauce en el pan de arriba y en el pan de abajo, ¿qué sabes tú de la vida? Para pa pa pa. Today, we are truly putting our guards down and have decided to share with all of you these two intimate love letters we wrote to our babies. Motherhood is hard. We say it and hear it often. Motherhood is also beyond amazing. It's truly a love like no other. And although our babies hear tons of I love yous, we don't really get a chance to truly tell them with details how our lives were changed for the better with their arrivals. We read the books, we bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen, I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. So okay? welcome everyone. Yes. <laughs> Pamela is very emotional today. I am. And I attempted to read the intro and I couldn't get through it. So, so I had to read in. it. Yes. <laughs> no, but it's... All right. So it's the love month, right? Yes. It's February. It's a month of love. And so Pamela had this amazing idea. So last night, I had just gotten home from dinner and I rushed to make sure that four was sleeping okay. And for like five minutes, you know, I stood there by the crib. I don't know if you do this. Like you wait for the your eyes to adjust to the dark. But finally, I was able to see him and um, I was just in awe. You know, I realized like once again how much I love him. And I walked out of my room and I texted you and I was like, you know what, Karen? I think... We should write these letters to our babies and hopefully, you know, they'll have this as a memory and they'll get to listen to it or read it in the future. And I think it'll be motivational for other moms, you know, who sometimes are going through tough times because like we said, motherhood is hard. And I think these are nice reminders of how lucky and blessed we are to have these little souls in our lives. Yes. So today's episode is dedicated to Victorian Ford. Yes. And like I said, we mainly hope that yes. by listening to our confessions <laughs> of love, <laughs> you're reminded of how lucky you are also to be on this motherhood journey, you know, which has allowed us to experience this one-of-a-kind type of love. Well, when I got that text last night, I felt a knot in my throat and I was like, <laughs> yes, I was already in bed. <laughs> I know, it was, it was like 11.34 yeah. I, I was think like, at night. Yes, and so I... 
I already had, I had my laptop out confession. I was already like doing stuff anyway. And so I was like, all right, I opened up a note and I just started typing. When I write emotional things, I'm a one shot deal. I just, I let it out. And usually the way it comes out is the way that I like it. This is like very different than Juan who like takes forever, but nine times out of 10, his stuff is incredible and like so much better. Yeah, so full <laughs> disclosure, this is raw. Yeah. Very yeah. last minute. We didn't have to like write it and re-edit it and share it with other people. This is literally the first thing that went through our hearts and our mind and we're just sharing them. Again, to celebrate love, this is the month of love and what better love than the ones that we have for our babies. So. Exactly. Wait, our motherish moments. We gotta go into our motherish yes. moments really quick. Okay. Motherish moments. So I am celebrating, I think I'm celebrating yeah. <laughs> the fact that Ford is almost officially crawling. He has been doing like the army crawl Bless your heart. for a few weeks. <laughs> and in the last two days, he's like, I'm like, going. I'm bored. I'm yeah. going. He's bored in the playpen, which is not a good thing because I keep him there whenever I have it's to a do good something. Thing. It's a good thing for him. Maybe a complicated thing for you. I know. <laughs> Even this morning, I mean, it was a struggle to just like take a bath and, you know, try to get ready. And I was yeah. on a Zoom call and then I had to pack him up. But I'm excited. I mean, every time he it's a milestone for me it's like a big celebration and just to see him grow and learn and do new things it's thrilling for us good. in a good way well my mother's moment is plain and simple i am having fun victoria is like really funny today you sent me a picture and i was like is her dinosaur wearing a diaper yeah 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 so you know when you try to change the diaper of a toddler as soon as you say like okay let's change your diaper they immediately interpret that as run wild i know why wrestle, going through like, that too. it's like it's I'm a long wrestling with him stage yeah so now I'm like, okay, well, mommy's going to change the diaper of your dinosaur and of your chicken and all of every animal. So a lot of her stuffed animals have diapers on. And after we change their diapers, then she willingly lays down and lets me change her diaper. So it's working. But yeah, my whole thing is just, I'm just having a lot of fun with her. She's, I don't know, she's just doing all these funny things. Like walked into her room and it was a mess from when we were playing before. We walk in, she goes, oh my God. And I'm like, <laughs> what? She says everything with like a big accent. It's just really hilarious. So I just found myself like laughing a lot. Just having fun. Those are our motherish moments of the week. So why don't we start with Victoria's letter? Great. And again, this was written last minute, last night. This is Karen's letter to Victoria. The main reason for this project, and we always discuss this, uh, the Mother's Moments podcast, is for us to document these moments with our babies. Mm -hmm. And, you know, <laughs> Karen is already crying. And again, this is supposed to be a beautiful celebration it is, it is. of love. Yeah, but that's what motherhood does to you. It just makes you emotional and just overwhelmed <laughs> with joy. This is These are good tears again. Yes. Okay. I have to channel my inner thespian when I was... In high school, I was in acting competition and I swore I was going to be an actress for a little bit. So I have to <clears throat> channel that right now and reel it in. Okay, so this is my love letter to Victoria. To my chiquitina. I write this in hopes that one day you'll hear it and be reminded of how much I love you. When I was 16 years old. Jesus, am I going to get through this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm sorry, guys. I, I promise. I'm. This is actually good for me to work on. I'm really bad at this stuff. Okay. When I was 16 years old, I bought a book called I Hope You Dance. Yes. When I was 16, it was cool to go to the bookstores, which used to be a thing, Victoria. <laughs> I remember reading through it and feeling that if I ever had a daughter, I'd want for her to feel this way. 
I bought it and saved it because deep inside, I knew one day that you'd come to me. I also want you to know that I dreamt of you. Before I even knew you were growing inside, you came to me in my dreams and I saw your little smile, the same smile that today melts my heart. It's so crazy to think that you're not even two, yet you're so wise already. While others struggle to figure out how I'm actually feeling, you know exactly when I need love the most. How ironic, since I'm supposed to just be there to love you. I'd be lying if I didn't tell you that I was happy before you. I was. I felt empowered, strong, and I felt like I could conquer anything. However, you're everything I didn't realize I needed. You have done what nobody else could do. You made me face darkness in order to grow. You made me feel frustrated in order to learn patience. You made me face a body that I wasn't happy with in order to learn to appreciate it. I hope you'll know that if I'm ever being too hard on you, it's because I know that you're capable. Although you're but a tiny little lady, I see a future strong woman in you. One who doesn't think twice to tell me what she wants. One who is confident enough to try things at least once. And one who without hesitation shows all of her emotions, even the complicated ones. I'll work hard to make sure I protect this power of yours so that you never lose those traits. And lastly, thank you. Thank you for making my life better, for giving me more purpose than I ever knew possible, and for letting me smell the most perfect little baby scent ever that I will never, ever forget. I love you. All right. (laughs) Did you read this to Juan already before? Oh, no, no, no. No? No, no. I'm really bad at reading these things aloud, as you can tell. But I just thought about it from the place of like her hearing it different times over throughout her life. So you know how sometimes like there's things that like a book or something that you read in different moments of your life, you read it and it says different things to you. So I thought about it from that place. And I also think it would be, I hope it would be special to her the way that, for example, my mom writes notes in her phone. She's like a very techie lady. <laughs> I just so. started following her, by the way, this week on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you'll be tempted by all the food that she posts. But in her phone, she has notes that she randomly writes sometimes when she feels that she needs to like let go of some emotions or she has something to say and there are a few notes in there that are about me about my brother or just about our lives like documenting our lives Did she just start doing this or she started doing it i would say maybe like five years ago or so and like she has sent them to me a couple of times she's like not quick to share them and she's like her digital diary she wrote one when victoria was born and it was about her daughter becoming a mother. And she shared it to me, but I've read it a couple of times, two, three times, like since she wrote it. And each time in the different stage that I'm in, it, it says something different to me, but it's such a beautiful gift. There's really nothing better. And so, yeah, I kind of went to that place to see if I could write something for Victoria that would speak to her later. Had you done this before? Had you written something to her just? No, the only thing I had was this book, which like, I remember at the time, I was like, oh, this is cheesy, but there's a song, I Hope You Dance. So there's a book, there's a small little book that just has the lyrics of the song. And I bought the book, true story, at Barnes & Noble (laughs) when I was 16. And that's where I would go to hang out because there was nothing else to do. And I saved it. I still love going to bookstores. I still have it. I know, I need to like support them so they don't go away. It's such a beautiful thing. 
But yeah, I still have the book. And I remember like many times throughout my 20s, early 30s, you know, when I'm moving or something, I run into the book again and I'd be like, well, let's see, hopefully one day. And now, you know, I have the book, I have the baby girl. And so one day I'll give it to her. I sent you this other random text this week. I'm going to share it with everyone. So I read one of my good friends. She's a pastor at our church, um, at Boo Church. And she preached about when she's pr- currently pregnant with her baby girl after having two boys mm-hmm. um, and after struggling for like eight years with infertility. And she preached about the fact that, and I had read this also before, that she's carrying her girl. And when you carry your daughter, you're yeah. also carrying all your grandkids yeah. because they're carrying yeah, yeah. every single egg that they're going to have for the rest of their life. It's so wild. That realization is just I like, mean, the fact that your mom was already carrying Victoria, I guess. I know. From a science it's, scientific it's perspective. Do you think your bond with your daughter or the love that you have for her has been somehow influenced by the love that you have with your mom or the relationship that you have with her? Yes. Like that mother-daughter? Yeah, I have, an, I mean, I have an incredible relationship with my mom. But yeah, I mean, I always tell her I would hope. All I can do is hope that it'll be something like that because it's very special. And my mom actually had a much more complicated relationship with her mom. So, so she broke me, a cycle. She broke a cycle. And to me, it's even more admirable, right? Because this, the things that she rooted in our relationship came from her, not from anything that she saw. You know, I hope that I would have that with Victoria. And I truthfully catch myself all the time when I'm saying things to her or if I'm frustrated with her, I'm like, okay, choose your words wisely, choose your actions wisely because I'm laying the foundation for me and her for our future. Yeah, Pamela, you killed me today. I want to hear your letter. Okay, so here we go. I don't know if, I mean, again, I, so I sent this idea, this suggestion to you last night and then I started to write and I was just so tired. So I kind of finished it this morning really quick. So I hope it makes sense. Okay. Aloha, mamá. Sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawaii es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. When something happens to your car, you might say, But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Si no sabes que el Spicy McCrispy tiene spicy pepper sauce en el pan de arriba y en el pan de abajo, ¿qué sabes tú de la vida? Para pa 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 Here we go. This is my love letter to my son, Ford. Dear Ford. Okay, this is really tough because (laughs) I think I don't get emotional often, but then when I do, it's like all accumulated. So it just, okay. Oh, son, where do I begin? Even though as I attempt to write this, my eyes are trying to shut down from... Okay, here we go. Oh, son, where do I begin? Even though as I attempt to write this, my eyes are literally shutting down from the tiredness of a long day. The thought of you, the love for you, always gives me a second win. Okay. And that's what you have been to me, my second wind. I looked it up. It literally means a return of strength, of energy.
that makes it possible to continue in an activity that needs a lot of effort. Others describe that as a renewed endurance even after you're out of breath. You're birthed forward. Breathe life into me. I got a second wind to live life to my fullest. And truly in a state of bliss, you saved me, my son. Now I should list all the things I love about you, but that may take a while. So here are just a few. I love that you're a happy baby. I thank the Lord every day for your smiles and giggles, and most importantly, for your health. You're strong and big, and when you squeeze my face and allow me to give you a thousand little kisses, you instantly fill my heart with a renewed sense of purpose and love. I love your little toes, your hands, your cheeks, your nose, your lips, and oh, those little eyes. Those eyes, those little eyes that even before your first dada and tata said so much already. You pierce my soul every time you look at me. You are more beautiful than I ever imagined you in my dreams. And what I mean by beautiful, I just mean your essence. You're like an old soul. And every time you make eye contact with someone, you pierce them with your kindness. I also love your silliness and how you're always smiling and laughing. It melts me and all those who love you. I love your love for music and the way you bring your little hands together to clap. I love that you're curious and very observant. And even though you're learning every day, you're also teaching me something every day. I thank you for that, for all the lessons you have taught me about myself, about family, about faith, and of course, about love. You are my constant reminder that God never fails and that he's beyond generous. You're my greatest gift, son. And when you're older, if at any point you're struggling or feeling a little sad, which I hope not, read these words or listen to them and let them serve you as your second wind. Always look to the love that is always going to surround you unconditionally for the renewed strength and endurance. I breathe happily and better because of you. I love you, Ford. Te amo, hijo. Tu mamita, amela. Okay, so that was my love letter. And maybe we'll share the print version just yeah. in case someone <laughs> didn't understand our words through the sobbing. But it's a beautiful It's crazy how emotional these thoughts and idea. And again, these are all tears of gratitude and joy and just overwhelmed. I think it was a very healthy exercise. You know, I had a therapist who right before I gave birth suggested that I write a letter to my unborn son. And I could never get through it. So I remember when I went in to write this one in my notes, I already had when I typed Dear Ford, I had a few drafts and I just never finished it. I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to write. I mean, I had thoughts in my mind, but I never got to do it. So that's why when I thought of this, I was like, this is a nice gift for them to have forever. Yeah. And even for ourselves, I think when we are struggling or, you know, having a tough day because we have them often, mm -hmm. <laughs> this is a nice reminder of how special um, motherhood is and how precious our babies are, you know, and how we both said it, even though they're so little, they teach us so much every single day. And and for all the mommies out there, you know, listening to this, first of all, thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I would challenge you to try this, whether you want to do this exercise for yourself, whether you would want to share it with your children, 
if they're older, younger, or maybe just put it away for later. I think it's an interesting exercise to do and potentially one that can be done several times throughout their lives. Like I would imagine if they are, I don't know, a teenager, I may, I might write something different. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was just a beautiful idea. And thank you, Pamela, for <laughs> coming up with this because I feel like it was healthy to just go through the, the emotions and and let it all out and have a good cry session because who doesn't want a good <laughs> it's cry always, session? It's always selfie. You know, when people ask me, what do you want for your son or what are you hoping, you know, like what do you want him to be when he grows up? I know it's such a cliche answer to give, but I always say the same thing. I just want him to be happy. Yeah. And I think the love that we provide and that we're constantly reminding them of them. I know sometimes it feels cheesy or too much, you know, but I am a huge advocate of words of affirmation, you know, mm-hmm. like just constantly tell your loved ones, especially your children, that you love them, that they're special, that you're grateful for them. We get caught up in the day-to-day and we're always like, oh my God, and picking up and, you know, and dealing with so many things and juggling so many things, especially, you know, when you're a working mom. But I think it is important. And then I do want to give my mom credit for this because she is really big on, on just saying it and like physically also just showing it. She's very, very affectionate. Even till now, you know, we're always like hugging and kissing each other. I mean, it's also, I'm sure, a Latin thing. Like, siempre estamos, you know, like we're just very affectionate. And also we're very verbal about it. Mm-hmm. We're always calling each other in a cage. And I just wanted to say that I love you. My sister now who lives in New York, we're apart. We don't get to see each other as often. And I'm always calling her just be like, hey, just checking in. Wanted to tell you that I love you. Mm-hmm. I think that sense of reassurance that there's someone there that cares and cares about you and loves you and wants the best for you has definitely defined the person that I am. It's interesting because I feel like, I don't know if you've read the book about the love languages, Mm -hmm. but I feel like in my family dynamics, we're a small, relatively small family in the sense that, yeah, there's definitely cousins, aunts, uncles, etc. But like, for the most part, it was just my parents, me, and then once I was 12, my brother and my grandma for a long time, my paternal grandma. And I think that my family's dynamic for what you're saying is actually through actions because it's a rare occasion where we actually say out loud, I love you. Um, and my brother and I have actually like talked about this in depth. Like, why are we like this? Why is it so hard to get it out? Because for me to verbalize like, I love you, it's like, it feels like a, like a volcano. Like it's like something huge from inside. However, both my parents and my brother and me, like the way we are is like, the second that you need something, we drop everything and we're there. And that is our love language, you know, like, and it's in small things. And this is my way of knowing like, oh, they really love me. So for example, yesterday I had a crazy day with work. I had eight back-to-back 30-minute meetings. It was a lot. And I told my mom in the morning, like, today's crazy, blah, 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 whatever. 5.45, she texts me, do you need food? I'm going to drop off dinner for you. And it's like, that is her, that is her love. Yeah, that is how she does it. And I do the same thing. Now, it gets very complex when you marry someone whose love language is different, right? Like Juan is very like you, like touchy-feely, I love you, this, that, whatever. And then I'm like, but I made you a smoothie. (laughs) Don't you get it? But um, So I'm also interested in what our children's love language will be and how that'll challenge us or not one day in the future. But I have a son. But I'm saying for girls, I do feel that my mom constantly, not only telling us that she loves us and that she thinks we're beautiful. And, you know, she's just those words of reassurance really, I think, had an impact and an influence in my sister and I because I feel like we're both very 
happy, secure women. And I think it's very tough for little girls to feel insecure or yeah, to feel, yeah. and it's a very fine line because you don't want them to be arrogant, but you want them to be secure. You want them to be <laughs> My mom kind, but not a pushover. You know, it's <laughs> a very fine line. Yeah. I feel for raising girls. I think yeah, it's yeah, a bigger yeah. challenge. My parents say que se le pasaron la mano conmigo. They're like, they say that it's good that Juan brings me down. I'm like, rude. <laughs> no, but it, it makes a huge difference, you know, yeah. because you know that you have someone there, your, your parents and yeah. Juan. and That gives you security. Of course. Mm -hmm. I always say I hope that my goal in life is to just raise a happy, loved boy. Like I want Ford to always feel. And I think he does now because everyone, his grandmother, my mom, my sister, his father, like we're all just like in complete love with him. Mm -hmm. And he's just a reflection of that. You know, yeah. it's like a mirror. Like, if you give them love, they're going to go ahead and give love. Right, well, okay. So maybe we'll, we'll go ahead and re-record our letters later. Maybe in a separate, like, link mm -hmm. that people could listen to it. Just in case <laughs> they miss yeah. anything. Or we can share them, like, typed out. But thank you so much for listening. And Yes. And thank you, everyone, who always participates in our Ask Me Anything. Yeah. On our Instagram. Our, our questions. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Um, and we're listening. And also sign up for the newsletter. Yeah. We have a new newsletter. We're putting a lot of love into it. It's once a week. And you could just go to motherishmoments.com and you could sign up. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much again for listening. For more conversations like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast for past episodes. And if you like what you're hearing, consider rating it and even sharing it with family and friends. We would really appreciate it. For more content from Motherish Moments and to connect with us, go to our Instagram page at Motherish or go to MotherishMoments.com. Aloha, mamá. ¿Dónde andas? <laughs> Seguro de compras. Tengo mucho que contarte. Hawái es increíble. He estado de un lado a otro comunidad. Todos son súper talentosos. Ya reparamos otro helicóptero Blackhawk y oficialmente formamos nuestro equipo de fútbol. Para la próxima, te cuento cómo voy con el surf y me cuentas qué te pareció el podcast que te compartí. ¿Ok? Te quiero mucho. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. Hay gente a la que le encanta el McCrispy y hay gente que nunca ha probado el McCrispy. Pero todavía no conocemos a nadie que lo haya probado y no le guste. Para pa pa pa. Cassandra Sánchez Navarro junto a Katherine Siachoque y Verónica Bravo en la nueva serie de comedia original de Biggs, Consuelo, disponible en la app de Biggs ya. Yeah. 